0: This is Dave Pryor. Welcome to Leading Agile Sound Notes. This is our podcast where we talk about all the stuff that's going on with our coaches, what they're seeing in the field. Uh, We answer questions from folks who send them in or call in or we meet in class. And sometimes we just do podcasts where we're just trying to kick ideas around and see what happens with them. So uh, Tim Wise is here. He's one of our our more senior coaches, and he's taking some time out of his afternoon. You've got an event tonight you've got to get to, right?
1: That's right, Dave. The Scrum Atlanta user group.
0: All right, so you're going to be at that tonight. You've got some other stuff coming up that we'll talk about in a minute. Um, but thank you for for you know setting up the time for the podcast. And what's the what's the idea that you want to kick around today?
1: Sure. The the idea kind of stems from our, our portfolio management side. Um, so we've been in an organization for a while and and helped them out with their agile transformation. Uh, there's there's kind of three key parts to their. To their portfolio, there's the strategic planning side, there's the delivery side, and then there is the operations, what they refer to as their operations op- and optimizations piece. So the operations and optimizations piece is the one that I want to talk through a little bit with you today. And just, um, you know, throw some ideas out there and uh, see see if it resonates uh with you and with our crowd and and uh see what other people are doing as well
0: cool yeah so i think that's awesome and if you're listening um you know a lot of podcasts that we do it's more of an informational push and this is really more about us trying to create a dialogue so uh, we want to be able to come out with ideas things that we're still working through and see what kind of response we can get from the community so if you have any thoughts or questions or comments about tim's Idea, uh, please send them on in. You can actually get in touch with Tim at tim@leadingangel.com. Um, and and what do you got? What's the where yeah. do you want to go with the topic?
1: Yeah, let's dive on in, man. Uh, so so kind of the concept behind the, a portfolio is that they have that portfolio team has these these three concepts to them, right? They're bringing ideas to the to the table. They're uh, ideating around what to do next as an organization. Uh, so that strategic planning, making sure that they're aligned up with the organizational goals, uh, then executing against that that as well uh, in an in an agile way. Uh, there's also this third third leg of it, which is really the ability to tell the overall organizational health, and then how to operate efficiently as well. Um, and really, that's in the operations and optimizations team. That I'm, it's kind of a sub team of a portfolio. It's not an official team team we call it an, an enablement team
0: so you're going beyond just financial health you're talking about the organization in terms of change in terms of risk in terms of what's going on on the human you know the human aspect yeah, of it in, right
1: in this aspect we're talking about um like how to tell if if the organization is healthy that's like if i if i laid out the the charter of the team it would be Uh, to proactively monitor the health of the organization. And proactive there being a a key term, so not only dealing with lagging indicators, but also leading indicators of of organizational health. So uh, this would include things like, um, not only from an IT perspective of defect trends, uh, but and severity and how you classify them and and whatnot, but also including like how how you manage the business from a KPI standpoint. So in a in a media industry, this might include uh, you know how many the ability to have impressions, for example. So in, in the ad business, then you talk about impressions and how many people can view uh, an impression is when you view like a commercial on TV. Sure. So. the the capacity of the business to to um, to put out impressions. So it's how many viewers can they can they get essentially, which leads to a dollar amount and ultimately revenue. So uh, along that line, a business might choose to manage itself by measuring certain KPIs. And there's like this top level of of KPI that that is really you know so revenue might be one. um, So uh, the ability to to see how much capacity they have might be another, and then there would be subsequent secondary correlations that you could draw throughout an organization that that might be leading indicators that something's going awry with one of those. So, from an operational standpoint, an organization would then monitor that that set of KPIs and be alerted if something were to go uh, go incorrectly against it. So, so
0: almost like monitoring for monitoring for tremors that are precursors to a larger earthquake
1: yeah and and also monitoring for uh, that's that's one facet of it I guess okay. so uh, in that sense you'd also want it, the ability to recommend areas okay. that you could optimize as well so that's the optimization portion of it uh, so you could have uh, a lot of different slants on this one could be the uh, an area of optimization might be a particular area of of your um, of your product that would be sick so. One that's experiencing a lot of defect trending up uh, against critical defects, or one where the product market fit is is starting to waver a bit, and you're and you're not sure exactly what's causing it, but you know that it's wavering. So, what are some of the hypotheses that we can generate so that we can start executing and getting it back on track, uh, and and indeed being able to tell that okay, now we we've got a problem. Let's go address it. And being willing, and one of the one of the charters of this group would be being willing to move forward in, in lieu of the perfect information, having having enough information. You got whatever
0: you've got. got, form, you've got you got an opinion anyway. yeah. yeah. So is this? I mean, on the one hand, it seems like this is something that everybody should be focused on. On the other hand, it seems like every organization would have to come up with its own version of what health meant.
1: That's really? right. I, I do fund, now. There's there's probably some there's some definite industry um, correlation. So, like I mentioned, the media side, sure, uh, it's it's a it's highly. Uh, but if but, you're
0: talking about transformation at the organizational level, you've got to, part of it's going to be understanding where they're coming from, right? Yeah. Also, getting a gauge of what the organization's tolerance for the push is.
1: For the, for the, at at for what the,
0: point does it become? Does the, the the struggle to become healthy become so irritating that they're like, screw it, I'm going to go sit on the couch and eat Twinkies?
1: <laughs> yeah. So that's you know, um, in a lot of ways, that's the that's the misinformed organization already, though, isn't it? Uh, where yeah. it's it's kind of you can lead yourself to that opinion of uh, you know, screw it, I'm going to go or, eat.
0: Or you push so you know? push so hard.
1: Yeah, so you're pushed so hard towards something that doesn't make it, that may not make a difference, and the the lack of ability to tell if you're healthy is almost a, a symptom of sickness in, in a lot of organizations. So, um, while while this, uh, the one I'm currently working with, uh, they can tell if they're if they're overall if they're healthy, right? But we're trying to in, increase that and and enhance it in a, in a way that that maybe not a lot of organizations have even done. So it's actually. Uh, Sitting up telemetry on the organization to tell uh, even more in depth uh, how healthy it is. But you can't do all that at once, right? So we've got to increment and iterate in order to get there.
0: But it is, uh, it's a really cool thing because it's almost like Kanban at the organizational level. Like you're, you're trying to yep. figure out, study yourself. Like that it's not just let's get more work done, but let's make our whole thing about how we become more efficient.
1: Right, and, it, and then this, this group is separate from uh, this, this uh, kind of the enablement team of this. It's, its charter is also one to not do things about about the uh, about the organization, but to suggest areas where they need to where they need to get healthier. Uh, and the only way they can do that is to uh, is to measure the organization. Because they can't make gut calls in this in this particular team. Uh, gut calls belong in an organization, and, and that's absolutely where where a ton of people are. But in this case, the, the whole charter of this team, the, the reason that they are is to, to have the ability to measure the organization and, and then react to it. Now, the measurement may be broad and sweeping, and they may have to make a broad sweeping recommendation as a result. But that, that's one that uh, we, we first start with a measurement and then go from there. Uh, so the actual thing that flows across their Kanban board would be, what do we need to measure? What's the KPI that we're, that we're tackling? Um, and, that,
0: and that's going to be something that I'm assuming will evolve over time. Like It's not just, it here's the five things you look at, but in each place you're going to have to tweak it, especially if you're looking for those tremors that say, we're going to have a problem here.
1: Right. So my my recommendation to them was actually it's funny you mentioned five was to start with their top five KPIs and make sure that they are able to flow those across. And how do you monitor those? How do you you know how do you instrument the system to tell if you're healthy just on those five? And then let's take a deeper dive into an organizational uh, goal. Uh, and a lot of great work on writing about the metrics of an organization has been done by one of our other coaches, in Isaac Hogue. Um, and I, you know a lot of a lot of credit. To go to him on, on a lot of this stuff too and working with Dennis Stevens as well um, to talk him through how these correlate to things like strategy maps and and to achieve the goals of the of an organization how things correlate together to make a, a whole um, a whole strategy that that is they can be executed upon so the, the the metrics themselves are are important but they also need a, a bit of uh, context around them so it's a, it's really a super cool portion of of the uh, of their overall, overall transformation. It's 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 really important to keep that uh, that sense of we're not actively fixing. So although our our solutions may be interesting, they're not the end all be all. So what is really interesting is how do we instrument to tell if if the solutions that the portfolio comes up with that they're working
0: and, and instrument it in a way that doesn't like. Message. I mean it's not like Schrodinger's cat. you don't want to like instrument it in a way that it violates everything just by looking at
1: it. Yeah, it's not a yeah. so it's not a myopic view of the world either, so it's uh, what we started off with was what are the obvious correlations that we have with, with each of these KPIs, so without looking in a, in a myopic way at just uh, revenue, uh, or you know, what are the things that correlate to, to revenue, if we just focused on that, what would go down? Uh, and it's a bit like, um, in a way, the ideation around that is a bit like story mapping with, with a lot of knowledge. So, what are the different areas that would that would uh, that would be impacted? It's also uh, really useful to bring in an analytics perspective to this as well. You know, um, analytics professionals are, are very well uh, rounded in, in this in this particular area and can draw correlations out. Uh, and can can help guide an organization so,
0: so this is one of the things I was going to ask is how do you I mean, get like two things I want to ask you about but one of them is how does an organization develop disability like, let's say that they get they love this idea the whole thing about turning studying their business into a science itself making informed decisions based on what's actually being measured and tracked and figuring out the right things to look at how do you go about even beginning to walk down that path?
1: (laughs) Yeah, and it it really is beginning, right? You've got to start. So if that's uh, one of the biggest no-nos in any, I think in standing up any team is the inability to start, right? You've got to deal with what you have today. And a lot of our organizations, if you just dig a little deeper, they already have a lot of these abilities. And similar to our, our DevOps friends, you know, one of the concepts that I brought into this team was uh, similar to DevOps. You already have, a, you already have your pipeline. You already have your release, your ability to release. So you you just have to uh, do it manually until you choose which pieces to automate. It's a very similar feel to this this portion where we're looking at KPIs. We already have a, a good bit of KPIs, and and indeed, you want to pare it down to things that aren't vanity kpis or vanity metrics but um since we already have them they may not be automated yet so we want to suggest instrument uh, instrumenting those that that are uh in need of automation but at first we can certainly tell the health of the organization it may be by brute force the
0: okay so you got people walking around just right. tracking it on their own yeah
1: it may be uh you know it may be on a pad uh but it's however they usually instrument it to tell that that you yeah. can dig in and find uh, a ton of information.
0: Yeah, I mean, just because you're not using a computer doesn't make it not scientific, as long as you're capturing data somehow.
1: Right, Right. exactly.
0: So you mentioned a minute ago that um, this is a part of the organization that is kind of separate, because they have to have this kind of audit-like, scientific objective-removed way of looking at things. And And I... on the one hand, I agree, and I'm thinking also about a conversation I had yesterday where I was making a similar case for um, a portion of the organization focused just on change and the and the organization's ability to cope with change. And, and and I was coached that you can't have that be outside. They can't be separate because they won't have the connection they need.
1: Yeah, uh, and I, I don't necessarily disagree with that either. Um, so what I meant by uh, separate is that the intent of this enablement team, so the, the team itself, is lives inside the portfolio of of, uh, of the company. Okay. So uh, inside of that portfolio, you have those three perspectives around it. So the operations and optimizations, you have the execution, and you have the uh, planning for st- uh, strategic planning. So the uh, they all correlate to each other. They all feed into each other, and you can never separate them. So the portfolio team itself. This is a branch uh, that contains people from the portfolio uh, with helpers. Yeah. So, although we we uh, we needed to step we need the portfolio to establish a perspective on this piece uh, and to really take uh, ownership and accountability for it. But at the same time, they have it's a really it's bigger than than a small thing. You know, it's not a it's not a small organization in the, in the one that I'm dealing with. So, um, you know, we. Uh, if we roughed it in, it would probably look like thirty teams or or so. Okay. Uh, that, that, uh, off the top of my head, with more to come, right? And yes. and support departments and this and that. So it's a it's a organization as a whole. So managing that piece and be, having the ability to tell health ha- is a complex problem, especially in the media world, where you have uh, a couple of, of different perspectives on how the organization is doing. You have the conflict from the viewer of the of an ad versus the people purchasing the ad as well. So it's it's that, uh, it's that conflict that then you have to have a healthy sales for people that are buying ads and a healthy uh, people, healthy viewing audience from a consumer standpoint as well.
0: Yeah, so there's, there's definitely a lot to consider. So right. I've got, we'll change topics in a second, but what are like the top three things that you think are the most important as a starting point? Yeah.
1: So the top three things. Ah, oh, that's great. So start where you are. Um, so you very
0: kanban focused approach. Yeah.
1: Dig dig up those KPIs. Just just the 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 few top ones that that your organization already pays attention to. So start there, um, and tie it in with your portfolio as well. And one that I haven't truly realized yet, but I but I believe will be true. So this one's more of a hypothesis than anything is that it needs to be tied in with the organizational roadmap and goals. Um, I really believe that that'll be important as we go along.
0: Yeah, so I I would like to keep talking about this in the future because one of the things I've been thinking a lot more about, especially as we talk about like standing up innovation centers and things, is how do you gauge the organization's, not just capacity for change, but there's a certain point where you can push it and it's going to start to push back and then there's a point where everything's just going to break. Yep. Yeah, so that's
1: absolutely what this that that last statement of, of delivering against the portfolio's yeah. uh, strategic roadmap, uh, it, it keeps the the whip of this portion of, of the organization uh, so they don't try to measure everything. Yeah. They're trying to measure something that's important to the organization that may be about to come up or is already uh, in the current quarter or, or whatnot. So it's keeping the whip of this particular focus uh, and this focus of this team. To uh, to the appropriate uh, number.
0: Yeah, one of the things I think is so cool about this is if I mean, we, you talked about we talked about an organization that's in its infancy with starting this up, and I'm thinking like our space in general is kind of in its infancy compared to other parts of you know the business world and their ability to study and understand like what happens when you walk into a supermarket. Um, I think it's going to be really cool to watch that evolve and people get a better handle on what the the, right. the KPIs are and how we tailor that. It's yeah,
1: it's and pretty cool. In media industries, as we become more evolved, there it's more like cradle to grave type stuff where yeah. you know the viewership of of the of, of an ad, let's say, to uh, then purchasing a product in a store. Yeah, uh, and how do you tie those together? That's that's pretty awesome, particularly with mobile. Technologies and strategies around beacons and and whatnot. So that's there's some awesome stuff that's going on all around us with regards to that.
0: So you're going to be blogging about this, I'm assuming. Yeah, I have a. <laughs> I will be blogging. about you I, will. When I get
1: back to blogging. <laughs> you know, uh, it's it's uh, you know this is certainly drawing a lot of my thinking time right now to make sure we get it. Nailed down for for the organizations that we're we're working with, yeah. and uh, it's it's something that they're going. Uh, the, my current one is going deeper than than uh, you know deeper than my experience. So I have to um, have to really partner with them and, and uh, keep it focused on organizational goals and and uh, the outcomes that we all want. So it's it's a really interesting part. It's a really uh, you know it's it's not um, new from a. Uh, from a principle standpoint, and but it's it's uh, deep from from the implementation standpoint. Yeah, so it's really cool.
0: Cool. All right, so we're going to talk about something else. I'm going to throw a question at you in a second, but you've got an event coming up at the beginning of November. Do you yeah, want to talk uh, about I'm, that real quick.
1: Yeah, I'm speaking. Uh, it's it's the second week of November, I believe, uh, and it's in Orlando, Florida. It's the Agile Development Conference Southeast. Um, and it's tied in with a couple, there's like three different conferences as well. So speaking on, on product, uh, really product management and product ownership, uh, this will be a certain portion of it as well, uh, not, not this deep, but uh, this is a certain perspective on, on product ownership and how to own it uh, and different trends that we're seeing uh, throughout organizations and really where that product owner is a single team and how it grows to the organization and different things that we're seeing across multiple organizations.
0: Cool. And so this is November eighth to thirteenth. If people want to find it, uh, the URL is a ad, is ads. I'm just going to spell it a d c e a s t dot techwell dot com.
1: There you go. All right, okay. you can look up Agile Development uh, Conference uh, Southeast 2015 if you want to. Not type in on. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well. yeah. You it's, can
1: also go to Leading Agile. I think we've got an events page over there, and it's I believe it's on there as well.
0: Cool. All right. So, you should go. People should take the opportunity to go down to Orlando, hit Disney, and come see your talk. And absolutely. Yeah. Now I'm going to toss a question at you. So this is I get you know from the classes and stuff. I meet lots of people, and sometimes they send me in questions like, "How do I deal with this?" Um, so I'm starting to try to introduce those into the podcast, and I'm not going to see who it came from. I'm just going to kind of pitch it at you and see uh, how you respond. So. Ah, so oh, that's does, awesome. This person is beginning to work with a new client and they're working on the contract and the client has asked for clauses in the contract that specify incentives for sprints because they want to be paying per sprint and they want this risk and reward or a sort of incentive slash punishment thing attached to each sprint. In the same way that if you were on a traditional contract, you might say, "Well, if you deliver early, you'll get a bonus. If you deliver late, you'll be penalized." And the client is asking for this in a contract on an agile project. So, I'm curious to see one if you've started spitting all over yourself yet. Two, <laughs> how you would respond? How you would respond to this as as a you know very experienced agile coach?
1: Yeah, yeah. So very early on, I had to deal with a lot of contracts earlier in my career, Um, and you know, being a consultant, we also deal with contracts as well. So, um, you know, with with our companies that we go into, and I'm a big fan of of, uh, partnering as much as I can, but being realistic, when we first go in with a client, we don't have their trust, right? So, um, we have to earn trust. It's not just something that's handed over. Uh, handed over to us uh, blindly. So uh, at first, you might have to deal with a contract that is, that is one that is not as partnering uh, as you like. I'd like to approach it from the very beginning as a partnering relationship, uh, one that is more of a, you know, we study in the consulting world, we might study things like trusted advisors, so how to become a trusted advisor of, of the, the people that you're guiding. Um, and not not just in name, but truly a trusted advisor that they can trust. Uh, so, for instance, our our contracts. Um, you know, I, I remember one of my clients with leading Agile that we spent several iterations on. The first contract was like 25 pages long, right? Uh, but then after a few times, then we had two-page contracts. So, um, or a page contract. They said, "Okay, we'll we'll be here for the X amount of time." That's because we had earned the right. Uh, from a partnering standpoint, they knew that we were a good partner.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, in this in this world, I'd like to treat. If we have a contract, then we needed to treat it as a contract and treat it with respect. I'd like to dig in a little bit more on what what the expected outcome is there. But at the end of the day, um, you know, you have to make that decision of, uh, as a service organization, then do you do you want that? Do you want the money, or do you want to? Uh, Take a, a an ethical high road and say, you know what? I'm really a partnering organization. And see,
0: that's that's where I like you. Your response is so much more empathetic. Than, I'm just like, get off my lawn. Yeah, so like, I, I feel like, like you, there. Yeah. we can't
1: we can't always say, get off my lawn. We may not have a you know, business, right? right? Right, exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so it's easy to say, you, we that's not what we do if we're talking about Agile. Yeah, but so, they so may not understand it as well. It may not just be trust. They may just not have awareness.
1: Right, they 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 couldn't care less about. I mean, the the blank fact there is that people couldn't care less about if you implement Agile or not. They care about how we deliver and and do we deliver well, uh, and are we making and meeting our commitments and all, all those things. Uh, so the the uh, the contract. It's not a surprise that we get contracts that are belabored with um, you know things from the old world that are incentivized for early finishing and and. Um, you know all kinds of other things like so yeah. Yeah. um so that's that's a an, an interesting one i'd i'd ask them how how often that's worked for them um, <laughs> yeah i mean that's that's, that's a very passive
0: aggressive problem. response it's a, yeah.
1: it's a a little bit of a leading question there so how, you know, has that been working for you? And and we certainly want to meet those needs that you have there. You know, what's the outcome that you're seeking? And try to you know start start creating some empathy for them and uh, I, that's understand. That's a
0: really big thing, I think. Cause, and I and listening to you talk, I'm sort of. Changing my opinion, like in the, when I first got the thing from the the person who sent it in, and we were talking about it, and I was thinking, well, you know, maybe they don't understand it, but at the same time, it made me feel so defensive that I immediately was like, well, if I've got to do that, I'm going to put all this stuff in the contract, which is also, I mean, I'm just walking right down the path with them into this right. road to so, ruin. But the the thing that I'm now thinking also about also is, if I'm the guy on the on the customer side that is responsible for that contract, and it's my job to protect the company. It totally makes sense to me that somebody would want to just, like, tighten the screws, especially if they were new to Agile,
1: right? Right. Yeah, especially if they're new to, to Agile, right? Uh, so creating empathy for where they come from, you know, they, they have certain, uh, they might have certain audits themselves, certain accountabilities, certain measures. They have someone that they're answering to ultimately as well. Um, you know, one of the things that we take a look at as far as how we present the, uh, the principles of Agile there's the 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 one that goes something like, um, you know, uh, uh, customer collaboration over contract negotiation. Yeah. And we flip that around a little bit and say, you know, contract negotiation enough to support customer collaboration. Ah,
0: look like, at that.
1: Just just enough. <laughs> That's pretty cool. What we really want to get to, which is customer collaboration. So. Yeah. Um, so as we tie it in, that's that's really we need to do enough so that we can have the privilege to get to the collaborative to the collaborative state that we desire, and and not a penny less.
0: That was very well said. Yep. Cool. Thanks, man. We, we should stop now because yeah, I think that's know. the end of that one. <laughs> it's a high note. All right. Cool. So so you got the thing tonight uh, that is Scrum Atlanta user group, right?
1: Yeah, it is, and and that one's going to be really cool. Uh, we'll have management from, and they're representing uh, QA, development. Uh, we've got some data and BI, and their uh, project management. So managers, functional managers from that level, taking a um, uh, uh, questions from from our audience as they signed up. We we had them ask questions, and we've got a great moderator, uh, Sellers Smith from from Silverpop and IBM uh, is. Doing, been gracious enough to uh, to to moderate for us tonight, he's going to do an outstanding job, and I oh. uh, I really think that just manage, hearing from first of all the the managers that came out being willing to come out are really uh, I'm appreciative of and uh, and thankful for. I can't wait for it. So if, kind
0: of obviously people aren't going to hear this until after the events happen. So if they want to yeah. find the user group, is there how do they just search for Scrum Atlanta user group? They should find it.
1: It's it's just like that. So you can do Scrum Atlanta user group in Google, it's Scrum Atlanta.org. Okay, uh, cool. You'll find our meetup group. I'll probably write a blog about this one too on wiseagile.com. Ah, that was and, nice.
0: Uh, that's
1: that's my personal blog. That was so uh, smooth. It's such a it's such a um, an interesting topic. It's one that gets asked about all the time. So um, I'm I was really uh, happy. This is our final meetup of the year before January. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, this is this was my big shebang. I wanted to get the. Uh, all right. I wanted to get managers out and and talking about it. So um, this this is a outstanding topic for us to get to drill into.
0: Cool. All right. So obviously, they're not going to know about this about tonight until after, but they can go to the Atlanta Scrum Music Group. They can check wiseagile.com for your thoughts on things in Agile, or they can see the stuff that you post on leadingagile.com. And if they want to make the trip down to Lake Buena Vista, November 8th through 13th, you'll be at the Smart the Agile Development Conference East. There's so yep. many dogs on the webpage, I'm very confused. Yeah, I love dogs. So that me. Yeah. Cool. All right, man. Thanks a lot. Have a good time tonight, and I'll talk to you soon.
1: Awesome, Dave. Thanks cool. a lot.
0: Thanks.